Yes, we're going to start at the Mishnah at the bottom of the page on 24b. I'll uh, do the review of yesterday's daf daf chafhei, and then we'll get to today's daf. We are learning Rufu Shleima for Amy Bastvora, and uh, also you also and okay, but then you have to Orly oh and Rufu Shleima for Orly Bas Esther, Rufu Shleima to. What's your phone name? What's your no? His I know. Hadassah Basronia. You delay. You delay Ben. No, the mama's name. Oh. You delay Ben. Your name. Oh, Ben Basheva. Ben Basheva. Oh, not that much, you know. Just you said. Oh, have in mind. Oh, okay, okay. Now, if you say now, and also Ilui Nishmas. Uh, boy, it's not so easy to remember. Okay, so what did we learn yesterday? What? Dvar Bashon? What? Dina Bashon, Dina Bashon. I asked my mother if they tore their, their clothes. Yes. She said, no, son, that happened long, long time ago. <laughs> long time ago, huh? So she had some idea. She knew about it. Okay. okay. Anyway, so you don't tear Korea or 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 bare your shoulder or get uh, or get served the suda savara, um, only if you're the relative of the deceased, and um, and the bed should be upright, not uh, not on the floor. Now, um, now the Gemara says, is this true? What about a chacham? A chacham. Everyone, we were told, Chacham, everyone is his relative if he passes. So the Gemara says, not actually, but it means that we are all tr- uh, supposed to act like relatives, that we tear Kriya, and that we do the whole processes. So the Gemara says, you're right, we're talking about in our Mishnah where he's not a Chacham. So the Gemara says, what if he's an Adam Kasher? Then also you're Chayv to tear Kriya. As the Bryce says, that the person loses children because he should, cr- so that he should cry for and mourn for a kosher person. The person says, what do you mean, so that? Are you taking in advance on that? Like a payment in advance? What kind of business? So the Gemara says, no, because he didn't. He neglected to cry for an Adam Kasher. That's why such a terrible thing happened. Um, now, and if he does, then he will get uh, forgiven for all of his sins because of the cover that he gave to recognize the greatness of even a person who's not necessarily a scholar, but he's a kosher person. Okay. So the Gemara says, um, and even, also he says, don't worry, he wasn't kosher either. So the Gemara says, well, well if you're there at the time of the, of the death, so then you're also chayv to tear kriya, and it's similar to a sefer Torah that burns, that you're chayv to tear kriya for it. So the Gemara says, he wasn't there at the time of the tzir's neshama, then it's only relatives. Okay. So you have a story, Rav Safra passed away, and the Rabbanon um, didn't feel it was right. they needed to tear Kriya. They said, we didn't learn any Torah from this person. He wasn't our Rebbe, so it's not necessary. So the Abai said, what do you mean? Didn't say anywhere, Harab Shemis. It says Chacham. Chacham is not a matter of what you learned from him. It's his stature alone that's enough. And if anything, even if you haven't learned directly from him, but his Torah is shared throughout the base Medrash, you need to tear Kriya. So they said, well, that's a, it's a, okay, it's too late. Too late is too late. So he says, no, it's not too late. Anytime this has paid them, you can still tear Kriya. So the Gemara says, um, well, let's tear right now. So the Gemara says, no, the, the proper place to do it is during a Hesbid. That's when you can tear Kriya. So you have to wait 
till a eulogy, and then it's appropriate. But so, then, there yeah. were, most of the, the men were Sadiq. In my street, there were 25 men, the fathers, 20 were Sadiqs. Wow, they what? 20 of them were, they were, were very righteous. wonderful human beings. Right. Oh, my father wasn't there, but <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, was one of the five. He was one of the five. But the other... The other... Oh, the rest. Good, so you had good... Like this. Upright. Yeah. All right. Okay. You, you grew up in a nice community, like here. Good man. Like here. Like here. Adam Kosher. It's a big thing. Okay. Next thing we talked about is, uh, so Ravuna passed away. It was a big deal. Um, so they wanted to do something special. They wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his, uh, uh, on his bed, um, where they would carry the coffin. And uh, Rav Chista said, no. He was very mocked during his lifetime not to, specifically not to do that. Um, if there was uh, something sitting on the bed, he would move it first, and then he would sit down, um, not sit on the sleep bed as a Sefer Torah, so it's not appropriate to do that. It's also Leisha Velkabimita So therefore, they didn't do that. And then what happened was, the uh, there was no room to get it out through the gate. So they thought, okay, we'll go the the roundabout way, go over the rooftops, carry it over the wall. And the Gemara says that's not appropriate. The Chacham needs to be done there. Covered is through the opening. So let's switch it from bed to bed to something more narrow. Apparently, he was sleeping on a very he was lying on a very wide. Wide one. So the Gemara says, no, you can't move beds. That's also not a covet. And quoted a puzzle to that effect. So, um, so then um, they ended up having to break the gate open um, to be able to make room for, uh, for it to carry the coffin of Rafuna out. So Rabbi Abba said a drush about Rafuna that he was worthy that the Shkina should rest on him, um, uh, except that he was in Bavel, so that's why it didn't happen. So Rav Nachman Baruch raised his hand in the speech. He says, but what do you mean? It's uh, Bavel, you can have it. Yechezkel had nevoah in Bavel. So uh, the father uh, kicked him, uh, either kicked him or whatever. It's like, that's not a time to ask questions, number one. Number two, there's an answer. There was a one, first of all, he was first a Navi before he left, before he left while he was in Eretz Yisrael. And then he continued on in Bavel. That's very different then starting out in Babel. And number two is, uh, it was a, another pshat is that it was only a one-time event, but it's an, it's an exception, not the rule. Either way, shouldn't have asked. Okay, now, um, so sure enough, uh, they were going to bury Rafuna in Eretz Yisrael, and they uh, told Rav Amir Vasi, Rafuna's coming. <coughs> so then they came there, so they didn't, uh, they said, wow, he's coming to us. They didn't realize that he was dead. They said, we were so embarrassed when we were studying Torah with him, we didn't even have a, uh, we couldn't even lift our heads up. And now he's coming. So the Gemara says, when they went to greet him, they realized, no, he's not coming to talk to them. It's his Aaron that's coming. He's being buried. So Rav Amravasi went out, and Rav Il and Rav Chanina did not. What was the Machlokas? Either say it was Rav Chanina didn't, but Rav Hila did. But the point being is, is that there's two, there's two prices that seemingly contradict each other. One says that when it's when a when a coffin is being passed from place to place, so then you do the process of mourning. Um, others say not. So the question is, um, what it's, a, it's two contradicting prices. So we explained that if the body is still in flat and in, in form, then you would have to. If the body is 
no longer in its form, so then you would not have to. But the problem was is that the people didn't realize that it was that it was still in form. Okay, now sure enough, they said, okay, we need a place to bury Rav Yehuno. They didn't, it wasn't like he had prepared his burial place, so they said, where do we put him? So he said, look, Rav Huna was a big marbid story. He taught so much Torah. So was Rav Chia, taught so much Torah. Um, so let's put him next to Rav Chia. So who's going to bring him in? So Rav Chaga volunteered. He said, I'll bring him in. Um, he, felt, he felt that he had a sufficient merit, and he also appreciated who Rav Huna was. He realized his greatness. He saw one time that his tefillin strap was flipped, and because of that, he, he fasted 40 fasts. Uh, you see what kind of <coughs> kedusha was forty days for, for 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 being flipped to the wrong side. I understand it's not a good thing, but you know, like that's uh, it shows you what level he is. Anyway, so they so uh, when they went into so he brought him in, and when he saw uh, so so Rav Chia had two sons, Yehuda and Chizkiah. Yehuda was to the right of Rav Chia, and Chizkiah was to the left of Rav Chia. Also, great tzaddikim. When, uh, when, so Yehuda told Chizki, he said, look, uh, here comes uh, uh, Rav Huna, make room, you know, get up and give him space so that you, Rav Huna could be buried over there. So, um, and, um, and anyway, but when they got up, so there was a big p- p- pillar of fire. And when Rav Chaga saw that, he was so scared, he held up the Aaron standing so as to block him from the fire. And in fact, they would have been, uh, would have been, burnt, if not for the fact that the Aaron protected him because of the merit of Rav Huna. Anyway, um, when Rav Chizda passed away, it was the Talmud of Rav Huna, so they thought also to put the Sefer Torah and, uh, by his bed, and uh, Rav Yitzchak said, no, his re- he, he, he said for the Rebbe not to do it, it wouldn't be appropriate to do it for him. It's like, you know, one-upping his Rebbe, it's not right. Um, uh, they said, okay, maybe we should keep the tear and not f- repair it. So he says, no, that's uh, once you, by Chacham, if you're tearing Kriya for a Chacham, as soon as you turn away from the coffin, you're allowed to, like, tack it back up. Um, when Rabbi Baruchuna and Rav Hamnuna passed away, so uh, they came to Eretz Yisrael and they came to a bridge. And the bridge was in one, well, you know, uh, you know, single file. So uh, neither camel would go. But, uh, so the, the, the Arab, who, like, you know, I guess he was the camel, you know, Camel uh, owner, he's like, what's going on? They're not moving. What's the deal with this? So, um, so the rabbi said, probably each one is saying that the other one should go first. They're giving cover to the other one. So he's like, huh, well, I say Rabbi Baruna should go first. That's what the, and uh, sure enough, the camel with Rabbi Baruna on him went in front. And um, but uh, as soon as he said that, though, his teeth fell out. Because it was uh, the fact that he was so sure of himself, which would go first, his teeth fell out. So he like suffered. Anyway, um, when giving the the eulogy for um, for uh, for uh, Rabbi Baruna and uh, <clears throat> and uh, Rav Hamduna, so he said that uh, the person who comes from such great stock came up from Bavel. That's Rabbi Baruna because his father was Rav Huna. And we, who we already spoke about, and together with him is the Sefer Mochamos, because uh, the Book of Wars, which is a Sefer Torah, uh, either it's a Sefer Torah or 
Um, and that Rav Hamnuna was a big bar plukta. They would constantly argue each other, um, and they they passed away. And they talked. They said the birds should come see the destruction we lost that, that came from uh, Bavel. Uh, Hashem is get angry on his world, and he grabbed the souls, and he's happy with these precious souls that are now with him, um, and uh, like a, like a, by like with a new bride. Um, and uh, anyway, that's the story. Next, when the Ravina passed away, so the eulogizer said the 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 date palms should bend their heads for a tzaddik katomar because he was a tzaddik that's compared to a, a date palm. Um, we should cry night and day for somebody who used to um, study Torah night and day. Um, that was the the eulogy for Ravina. So Ravashi, who was the peer of Ravina. He asked the, the, the big uh, eulogizer of Bar Kipuk, what was so what are you going to say by me? So uh, so they started waxing eloquent. He said, if for the cedars it fell, so surely uh, fire took onto a cedar, then what are the small grasses going to say? If a huge leviathan was caught in the net, then what are we small fry going to be? Uh, what are we? What's what's our hope? For a great river was stopped up. Now, surely the small stream is up the, is up the creek without a paddle. Okay, whatever. Point being, <laughs> anyway. So Baravin, who's the other big eulogizer, says, ah, "What kind of dude? Terrible! That's a terrible speech. You're talking about you're like you're saying things in such a negative way. Being caught in a net, burning like it just a bit. We're talking about a tzaddik over here. That's not appropriate." So uh, he says, okay, big shot, what are you going to say? So anyway, so he says, we should, the, the mourners should be, should cry for the people who are mourning and not for who's lost, because the one who's passed is now went to his resting place, and we're in groaning. Anyway, sure enough, um, uh, between both speeches, uh, Rabashi felt really bad, because either he's being compared to being burnt with a fire, or being a lost object. Either way, it didn't sound so, so positive to him. And because of that, that that horrible feeling that came over him, so it had a negative effect on the on those two people, and their their knee, their feet got twisted, anyway, and they were not able to walk. So on that day, they actually they neither of them ended up giving a hesped uh, to Rav Ashi, and that's what he said. Uh, the that Rav Ashi says by Kipuk nor bar oven are able to do chalitza because they just they just don't cut the the feet for it okay anyway rava when he came to the tigris river so he said uh, so they said bar oven knew say something and um he got up and he said that the the, the majority of Kal Yisrael, meaning rava is like compared to the wife of Kal Yisrael, um with the water remember and ha- we we turned away from Yashem like a woman who turns away from her from her husband, uh, don't don't forsake us, um, and uh, you know basically. That means forever, huh? That means forever. Forever. Uh, we have strayed from Parliament. You like a wife from who strays from her husband. When a wife strays, that's forever. Well, that's the that that. Well, I don't know. That's what you say. I don't know if that's true, but that's the point. Is that is that. Uh, they're saying that because that we lost Rava, this great rabbi, because of our sins. That's really what he's saying. Anyway, we have here a fascinating. 
Rav Khanin, uh, the son-in-law of the Nasi, um, um, what happened was is that uh, he never had any children. And, um, and he davened really hard, and then he ended up having a child. And the day that the child was born, was, he died. So uh, the eulogy was really uh, worthy of mention. <laughs> okay, so the eulogy, as I said, it's a, such a, some, from a, from a time of joy, turned to a, it was flipped over to a time of sadness, uh, joy and, and, and despair came together at the same moment. Um, we start groaning in a time of simcha, um, and they named the child Chanon for his own father. Chanon Bar Chanin is his name. Okay, anyway, uh, when Rav Yochanan died, so Rav Yitzchak ben Elazar said, Today is like a day that the, like the sun setting in midday. Um, and he quoted the Pasuk, which was said about Yosh, King Melech Yoshiahu um, when he died, that also was like very sad. Uh, when Rabbi Yochanan um, uh, passed away, so Rabbi Ami actually said Shiva and Shloshim. And Rabbi Abba, Rabbi said that Rabbi Ami was not supposed to do that. That's not required. The only, um, it's only Noe uh, Gavelas for the one day, Yitir um, Kriya, but it, you not, should not do a full Shiva or Shloshim. Okay. Uh, when Rabbi Zerah died, so there was the eulogizer said that Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Zerah was. Uh, was conceived and born in Bavel, but the, he was it was raised in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Woe to the woe says Tiberia for the for the precious uh, vessel that was lost. Now, uh, Rabbi Vo, um, there was various uh, things that happened, and the 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 pole pillars of Caesarea started dripping water as if to say that they're crying because that's where he was the rabbi. And uh, by Rabbi Yosef, also there was like blood coming out from this Tzipori where he was the rabbi. And Rabbi Yaakov, uh, there were stars seen during the day. There was a lot of bizarre things going on in nature because of the, like to, to correspond to their death. Rav Asi, all the, uh, all the trees got uprooted. And Rav Chia, um, there was, uh, there was, Meteorites coming from heaven by Rav Menachem, who was so careful in not even looking at a coin that has a form of a face on it. So all of those uh, things like started, you know, uh, all the all the 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 little idols were basically destroyed when when he died. And Rav Tanchem Barchia, all the there was uh, all the statues fell, and Rav Yashiv. Uh, who was his merit caused that people weren't sinning, so as soon as he died, so then there was like an uptick in, in theft. So, okay, a lot of breaking and entering going on right afterwards, um, looting. Uh, by Rav Amnuna, the uh, there was there was hail coming down from heaven, and by Rabbi Rav Yosef, the 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 bridges over Euphrates. Uh, both broke and knocked into each other, and by Bayan Rava, the bridges over the Tigris also broke and knocked into each other. Anyway, that's the story. The last one was uh, Rav Misharshia that uh, he had uh, that the that the palm trees <coughs> weren't growing uh, dates anymore; they they just had thorns. Anyway, there was a loss. Anyway, that's where we left off.